Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Dapper Dividends number 65. Did you go to ssa.gov to Sierra, Sierra Alpha.gov and look at your earnings history to accumulate exactly how much you have made to see if you are a million dollar earner? How close to it are you? If you didn't catch that last episode, I said you should go to ssa.gov. Log in if you have a login. If you don't, create an account, and there you can view your entire reported earnings to the IRS. Add them all up. You might be surprised. I have earned I have earned well over $1 million in my life. I am part of the Million Dollar Earners Club. Unfortunately, most of that has been spent as it has been for, I'm sure, a lot of people that are not aware and have not kept track And touching back on that, the military alphabet, I could not think of what the S was. So we're going to learn together the military alphabet. Here we go. A, alpha. Well, I guess you can, I don't need to say the letter. So we'll just go right down. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, Foxtrot, Golf, Hotel, India, Juliet, Kilo, Lima, Mike, November, Oscar, Papa, Quebec, Romeo, Sierra, Tango, Uniform, Victor, Whiskey, X-Ray, Yankee, Zulu. That is the military alphabet, and I could not think of the S. You got it. I got it. We got it together. We're going to move on. As I wanted to tell you real quick, I'd be remiss if I didn't touch base on this. I worked on the south side of Chicago today, and it is such a different world. I leave my home in the west suburbs here, and when I get down to that area, today I was around 55th and Halstead, and it is just a different world. It's a different feeling, a different atmosphere. Everybody, it's still community though, but it's unfortunate that there are just so many liquor stores, fast food restaurants, and they're interspersed by churches. There are a lot of churches. They look like hole-in-the-wall churches to me. There is a lot of dollar shops and pawn shops and check cashing places. They are rife throughout those low-income communities. I don't know what the answer is, but it's just unfortunate And I had to say something as I do travel for work. We go down to the south side, north side, west side, not the east side. There is no east side in Chicago because the east side is Lake Michigan. You would be in the lake. So there's no east side in Chicago. As I was driving through, in particular, I went by a McDonald's and I saw there was quite the line that was in McDonald's. And it couldn't help think of dividends. Those people are spending money that they might or might not have readily available that they probably have debt and they're using it to go to McDonald's. And I will be receiving a super, super small portion of that as a dividend kicked back to myself. But I also thought of all the different things that are inside the McDonald's. There are the plastic cups. Now, Amcor... We work at Method Products. Amcor makes lots of different plastic containers. 
I don't believe they make the cups. I believe Dart Container makes those. I don't know if Dart is a dividend stock, but I know that Amcor is a dividend-paying company. The straws, somebody's making the straws. Somebody makes the sugar packets. Where's that sugar coming from? There's a, whatever else you can think of, the cocoa. Uh, if they have any kind of soda products. So I believe that, Pat, no, I think Coke is inside McDonald's. But either way, we'll just call it Coke for the example. McDonald's, dividend paying stock. Coke, dividend paying stock. Who's making the machinery parts? Who The computer systems inside there? The uniforms that the people are wearing. And it really got me thinking of one of my favorite essays that I've ever read that I'm going to read you right now. We're going to take a few minutes here. If I can clear my throat, good Lord in heaven almighty. This is I Pencil by Leonard E. Reed. And we're going to read what Mr. Reed wrote. We're going to take a sip of... So this came out in December of 1958. So it is almost 62 years young. And it is basically about a pencil. He was talking to a pencil. I don't think Mr. Reed used any kind of mind-altering drugs. We can never be sure. This is his interpretation of the life of a pencil going through the genealogy of the pencil. Very interesting. You may have never thought about this before. And I don't believe it says it. It's been a while since I've read this. But a nobody knows how to make a pencil because nobody knows how to make... Well, let's get into it. So this is called I Pencil by Leonard E. Reed. I am a lead pencil, the ordinary wooden pencil familiar to all boys and girls and adults who can read and write. Writing is both my vocation and my avocation. That's all I do. You may wonder why I should write a genealogy. Well, to begin with, my story is interesting. And next, I am a mystery. More so than a tree or a sunset, or even a flash of lightning. But sadly, I am taken for granted by those who use me as if I were a mere incident and without background. This supercilious attitude relegates me to the level of the commonplace. This is a species of the grievous error in which mankind cannot too long persist without peril. For the wise G.K. Chesterton observed, we are perishing for want of wonder, not for want of wonders. I, Pencil, simple though I appear to be, merit your wonder and awe, a claim I shall attempt to prove. In fact, if you can understand me, no, that's not too much to ask of anyone. If you can become aware of the miraculousness which I symbolize, you can help save the freedom mankind is so unhappily losing. I have a profound lesson to teach. And I can teach this lesson better than can an automobile or an airplane or a mechanical dishwasher because, well, because I am seemingly so simple. Simple, yet not a single person on the face of this earth knows how to make me. This sounds fantastic, doesn't it? Especially when it is realized that there are about one and one half billion of my kind produced in the USA each year. Pick me up and look me over. What do you see? Not much meets the eye. There's some wood, lacquer, the printed labeling, graphite lead, a bit of metal, and an eraser. Just as you cannot trace your family tree back very far, 
so is it impossible for me to name and explain all my antecedents. But I would like to suggest enough of them to impress upon you the richness and complexity of my background. My family tree begins with what in fact is a tree, a cedar of straight grain that grows in Northern California and Oregon. Now contemplate all the saws and trucks and rope and the countless other gear used in harvesting and carting the cedar logs to the railroad siding. Think of all the persons and the numberless skills that went into their fabrication, the mining of ore, the making of steel, and its refinement into saws, axes, motors, the growing of hemp and bringing it through all the stages to heavy and strong rope, the logging camps with their beds and mess halls, the cookery, and the raising of all the foods. Why, untold thousands of persons had a hand in every cup of coffee the loggers drink. The logs are shipped to a mill in San Leandro, California. Can you imagine the individuals who make flat cars and rails and railroad engines and who construct and install the communication systems incidental thereto? These legions are among my antecedents. Consider the millwork in San Leandro. The cedar logs are cut into small pencil-length slats less than one-fourth of an inch in thickness. These are kill-dried and then tinted for the same reason women put rouge on their faces. People prefer that I look pretty, not a pallid white. The slats are waxed and kill-dried again. How many skills went into the making of the tint and the kills, into supplying the heat, the light and power, the belts, motors, and all other things a mill requires? Sweepers in the mill among my ancestors? Yes, and included are the men who poured the concrete for the dam of a Pacific Gas and Electric Company hydro plant, which supplies the mill's power. Don't overlook the ancestors present and distant who have had a hand in transporting 60 carloads of slats across the nation. Once in the pencil factory, $4 million in machinery and building, all capital accumulated by thrifty and saving parents of mine, each slat is given eight grooves by a complex machine, after which another machine lays leads in every other slat, applies glue, and places another slat atop a lead sandwich, so to speak. Seven brothers and I are mechanically carved from this, quote, wood-clinched sandwich. My lead itself, it contains no lead at all, is complex. The graphite is mined in Ceylon, Sri Lanka. Consider these miners and those who make their many tools and the makers of the paper sacks in which the graphite is shipped and those who make the string that ties the sacks and those who put them aboard ships and those who make the ships. Even the lighthouse keepers along the way assisted in my birth and the harbor pilots. The graphite is mixed with clay from Mississippi in which ammonium hydroxide is used in the refining process. Then, wetting agents are added such as sulfonated tallow, which are animal fats chemically re reacted with sulfuric acid. After passing through numerous machines, the mixture finally appears as endless extrusions, as from a sausage grinder cut to size, dried, and baked for several hours at 1,850 degrees Fahrenheit. To increase their strength and smoothness, the leads are then treated with a hot mixture which includes Candania wax from Mexico, paraffin wax, and hydrogenated natural fats. My cedar receives six coats of lacquer. Do you know all the ingredients of lacquer? Who would think that the growers of castor beans and the refiners of castor oil are a part of it? They are. 
why even the process by which the lacquer is made a beautiful yellow involves the skills of more persons than one can enumerate. Observe the labeling. That's a film formed by applying heat to carbon black mixed with resins. How do you make resins and what, prey is carbon black? My bit of metal, the ferrule, is brass. Think of all the persons who mine zinc and copper and those who have the skills to make shiny sheet brass from these products of nature. Those black rings on my ferrule are black nickel. What is black nickel and how is it applied? The complete story of why the center of my ferrule has no black nickel on it would take pages to explain. Then there's my crowning glory, inelegantly referred to in the trade as, quote, the plug, the part man uses to erase the errors he makes with me. An ingredient called factice is what does the erasing. It is a rubber-like product made by reacting rapeseed oil from the Dutch East Indies, Indonesia, with sulfur chloride. Rubber, contrary to the common notion, is only for binding purposes. Then, too, there are numerous vulcanizing and accelerating agents. The pumice comes from Italy, and the pigment which gives, quote, the plug its color is cadmium sulfide. Does anyone wish to challenge my earlier assertion that no single person on the face of this earth knows how to make me? Actually, millions of human beings have had a hand in my creation, no one of whom even knows more than a very few of the others. Now, you may say that I go too far in relating the picker of a coffee berry in far-off Brazil and food growers elsewhere to my creation, that this is an extreme position. I shall stand by my claim. There isn't a single person in all these millions, including the president of the pencil company, who contributes more than a tiny, infinitesimal bit of know-how. From the standpoint of know-how, the only difference between the miner of graphite in Ceylon and the logger in Oregon is in the type of know-how. Neither the miner nor the logger can be dispensed with, any more than can the chemist at the factory or the worker in the oil field, paraffin being a byproduct of petroleum. Here is an astounding fact. Neither the worker in the oil field nor the chemist nor the digger of graphite or clay nor any who mans or makes the ships or trains or trucks nor the one who runs the machine that does the knurling on my bit of metal, nor the president of the company performs his singular task because he wants me. Each one wants me less, perhaps, than does a child in the first grade. Indeed, there are some among this vast multitude who never saw a pencil, nor would they know how to use one. Their motivation is other than me. Perhaps it is something like this. Each of these millions sees that he can thus exchange his tiny know-how for the goods and services he needs or wants. I may or may not be among these items. There is a fact still more astounding, the absence of a mastermind, of anyone dictating or forcibly directing these countless actions which bring me into being. No trace of such a person can be found. Instead, we find the invisible hand at work. This is the mystery to which I earlier referred. It has been said that only God can make a tree. Why do we agree with this? Isn't it because we realize that we ourselves could not make one? Indeed, can we even describe a tree? We cannot, except in superficial terms. We can say, for instance, that a certain molecular configuration manifests itself as a tree. But what mind is there among men that could even record, let alone direct, the constant changes in molecules that transpire in the lifespan of a tree? Such a feat is utterly unthinkable. I, Pencil, am a complex combination of miracles, a tree, zinc, copper, graphite, and so on. 
But to these miracles, which manifest themselves in nature, an even more extraordinary miracle has been added. The configuration of creative human energies. Millions of tiny know-hows configurating naturally and spontaneously in response to human necessity and desire in the absence of any human masterminding. Since only God can make a tree, I insist that only God could make me. Man can no more direct these millions of know-hows to bring me into being than he can put molecules together to create a tree. The above is what I meant when writing. If you can become aware of the miraculousness which I symbolize, you can help save the freedom mankind is so unhappily losing. For, if one is aware that these know-hows will naturally, yes, automatically, arrange themselves into creative and productive patterns in response to human necessity and demand, that is, in the absence of governmental or any other coercive masterminding, then one will possess an absolutely essential ingredient for freedom, a faith in free people. Freedom is impossible without this faith. Once government has had a monopoly of a creative activity such, for instance, as the delivery of the mails, most individuals will believe that the mails could not be efficiently delivered by men acting freely. And here is the reason. Each one acknowledges that he himself does not know how to do all the things incident to mail delivery. He also recognizes that no other individual could do it. These assumptions are correct. No individual possesses enough know-how to perform a nation's mail delivery any more than an individual possesses enough to know how to make a pencil. Now, in the absence of faith in free people, in the unawareness that millions of tiny know-hows would naturally and miraculously form and cooperate to satisfy this necessity, the individual cannot help but reach the erroneous conclusion that mail can be delivered only by governmental, quote, masterminding. If I, Pencil, were the only item that could offer testimony on what men and women can accomplish when free to try, then those with little faith would have a fair case. However, there is testimony galore. It's all about us and on every hand. Mail delivery is exceedingly simple when compared, for instance, to the making of an automobile or a calculating machine or a grain combine or a milling machine or to tens of thousands of other things. Delivery? Why, in this area where men have been left free to try, they deliver the human voice around the world in less than one second. They deliver an event usually and in motion to any person's home when it is happening. They deliver 150 passengers from Seattle to Baltimore in less than four hours. They deliver gas from Texas to one's range or furnace in New York at unbelievably low rates and without subsidy. They deliver each four pounds of oil from the Persian Gulf to our eastern seaboard, halfway around the world, for less money than the government charges for delivering a one-ounce letter across the street. The lesson I have to teach is this. Leave all creative energies uninhibited. Merely organize society to act in harmony with this lesson. Let society's legal apparatus remove all obstacles the best it can. Permit these creative know-hows freely to flow. Have faith that free men and women will respond to the invisible hand. This faith will be confirmed. I, Pencil, seemingly simple though I am, offer the miracle of my creation as testimony that this is a practical faith, as practical as the sun, the rain, a cedar tree, the good earth. So that is indeed I, Pencil. Really cool. 
And you can do this with anything. But like he said, the lacquer and the the wood in the pencil, the wood had to be cut down. Well, what did they use to cut it down? They had to make saws. They had to make saw mills. Where did the metal come for the saws? Well, it came from, from a mine. That came from iron ore. Well, who put the tools together and the crew? Who put the boots on the workers that that had to dig it out. Well, who made the boots? Who? <laughs> it just goes on and on. And when you extrapolate it that like that, and you get so granular into making <clears throat> anything you look at, it's a sheer miracle that any of this is in front of us. And how many different countries and governments and people are all working to make it happen. There is, like he said, no one single mastermind dictating that this whole thing happens. So that's a fun thing I like to do and look at with dividends kind of the same way is to look and see what's inside. That's how I I first started buying album Arley, ticker symbol ALB. When Tesla really started picking up big, maybe two years ago, they were big, but not as hot as they are now. I thought, well, they run on lithium batteries. Let's look at that. And sure enough, album Arley came up. They're one of the biggest lithium miners, manufacturers of of lithium got into them and now they're they're taking off really well. So speaking of what I bought and, and whatnot, let's get into that. In my taxable account, as you heard me tell on earlier, I'll go through these quickly. I sold 20 shares of Invesco at $15.95. I made $1 out of that. Those were all over a year, so they were long-term capital gains. I didn't like that they cut their dividends so quick as soon as it looked like there was turbulence on the on the horizon. They cut that dividend. They sliced it in half. My head spun. It left a bad taste in my mouth. And I dumped Invesco, took the money and some dividends I received. And I did a little bit of buying. And speaking of dividends, I did only receive three dividends this week. ABV, ticker symbol ABBV, paid me $20.06. Procter & Gamble, ticker symbol PG, $3.16. And today I got dividends from Eaton Corporation, ticker symbol ET, and $7.30. I received $30.52 from those three companies right there, with ABV, of course, doing the heavy lifting. I rolled that. Now, I don't like to drip my, my dividends. I would much rather collect the dividends and target allocate them into something that I want to build a position up more into or whatever you call it. Right there, that $30.52 I received, I look at that as a $30.52 discount off of the next stock I buy. That's how I that's how I do it. I don't drip. I don't like like dripping it. And what did I buy? I'm I'm running up against it here. We're going to have to take a quick break. So, you know what? I'm just going to do that, take a quick break, and uh, come back, finish telling you what I bought and my song of the show. All right, welcome back. Here we go. Took a little bit of a break. I'm going to run through my buys. As you heard before, I did sell 20 of IVZ, got some dividends, and I bought IBM, ticker symbol IBM, at $118.33, which added $6.52 of annual dividend income. Fun little note here about IBM. They bought a Chicago company in Stana, 
I-N-S-T-A-N-A, which helps companies overcome the challenge of managing application performance across multiple teams and across two to 15 clouds on average. That's IBM building on its AI-powered automation capabilities. They keep buying up companies. I hope it works out as an investor. They are not that. So this is non-organic growth. This is when we will be talking about when earnings come out and they show revenue that's organic or non-organic. This is going to be non-organic, anything that this new segment will bring in. But it's okay. It's still part of IBM. It's still helping their overall mission. I still like them. A lot of people think they're they're dead, dying. I think they're going to turn the ship around. And Big Blue is a big ship, and it's just going to take a while to do that. I bought a share of ticker symbol KMB, Kimberly Clark, at $139.65. Added $4.28 of annual dividend income. And as I always say, Kimberly Clark. As long as people are wiping butts and blowing noses, they're going to have a place in this world. And I also bought, they do pay a nice dividend, don't they? It's solid, it's growing, and they are such a staple of life. In I did a, a YouTube video on Kimberly Clark. They have a presence all over the world. They just bought a company called Softex. They are an Indonesian diaper company. And that is, that's how they do it. So that's what these big companies do. They look for companies where they want to grow. And instead of spending time to develop it themselves, they just go ahead and buy the company. They buy a smaller company and it just gets absorbed like the blob. Just gets absorbed, makes them bigger and stronger and helps increase that moat that they got going on. I bought a share of Merck, ticker symbol MRK. $79.96 pays $2.44 a year. Pharmaceuticals, I already have, this is a newer position. I already have uh, AbbVie, ticker symbol ABBV, and J&J, big big favorite J&J there. Uh, Merck, I just wanted to have more pharmaceutical exposure. I had been looking, it was either between them and Pfizer, I just have a little bit of a better feeling about Merck. I like their balance sheet. It's just a little bit better. I also bought Prudential, ticker symbol PRU, at $75.30. That gave me a additional, unadditional $4.40 of dividend income a year. You've heard me extol the virtues of Prudential and the insurance companies. You know, I, I'm staying away from banks, but... The insurance companies are in the financial sector, and I think they have a great, great long-term upside, especially not to mention that because of the, the pandemic, people are driving less, people are trying to be healthier, wearing masks. So by and large, yes, some people have been affected by coronavirus, but insurance rates, they're going to keep increasing them, and they're going to be paying out less in the current uh, near future with people driving less, flying less, staying home more. There's less claims that are going to be paid out. I just really like the insurance companies. And then today I bought my 22nd or third, I didn't even write it down, share of Pepsi. Every week, one share of Pepsi, no questions asked. And I bought it at $143.75, gave me $4.09 of avid, average. <laughs> added dividend income. 
when we want we're run words together around here is what we do and we get words like if added so that's what we did there do you know pepsi has paid consecutive quarterly dividends since 1965 and they have had 48 annual increases that's why i love pepsi uh my guy ian lopik did a video uh, recently about pepsi touched on them a little bit had some very interesting things to say yeah i there are some you know i don't know i'd say red flags but yellow flags i suppose with their their operating margins being expensive and increasing their payout ratio a little bit too quick i think that's going to taper down a little bit but they're going to be able to keep increasing it somewhat and maybe they'll just someday get to the uh get to where where AT&T is doing a penny a year i don't know we'll see i don't think so i think they're better than that and then one share of Johnson and Johnson ticker symbol J and J. I bought that at one hundred forty-six dollars and sixty-four cents. Added four dollars and four cents of annual added dividend income for tw- all of those together is twenty-five dollars and seventy-seven cents. Seventy-seven cents. What did I sound like that? That is fantastic. That's twenty-five dollars and seventy-seven cents. That is a baseline. And if all things go according to plain, plain plan for the next 20, 30, 40 years, those are just going to keep growing. That 2577 is going to outpace inflation. And just like a bubble on a level, like a bubble on a level, we're going to make a song. Do it. Somebody make that, make that bubble on a level song Dude, bubble on a level, bubble on a level. That's, I got something there. And now the, bastardized self-directed IRA. I'll tell you what's going on with the self-directed IRA. So if you remember, I had rolled about 30K into it. Well, I have about 400 some dollars left and I'm judiciously waiting. I'm, I'm collecting some dividends. So not not a whole lot's going to be going on with that. I'll still let you know what I've received where this week, all I did was just receive dividends. I got bank interest of a penny from Schwab. That was nice. AbbVie paid me $11.80. Procter & Gamble paid me $3.16. And Energy Transfer, which I just transferred in from my tax. So I sold it in the taxable uh, for a loss, which I'll get to tax harvest lost on tax time, claim a loss on that. And then I put it into the self-directed IRA, which I used funds that were sitting there and bought it. So eventually it'll come up. I'll collect that money when oil recovers. And I get to claim some uh, some losses on my taxes. So $4.73 from ET, ticker symbol ET. I think they're going to cut that dividend. It's still pretty high. It's still pretty damn high. I, I didn't write it down. Again, this is repetitive. You can look it up, ticker symbol ET. If you want, just go to MarketBeat. I like using MarketBeat as a reference. And, and remember, I say you take everything with a grain of salt because – Everybody's human. People are fallible and they get the numbers wrong sometimes. Sometimes when I do, the the most accurate way is to do your own. I like using the, the trailing 12-month free cash flow. If you go on Yahoo Finance, you go into the financials and you go into the cash flow statement, if you look at the trailing 12-month of free cash flow and then you divide that into the cash dividend paid, and then multiply it by 100, you'll get your ratio. That is the payout ratio of free cash flow 
right off the bat, if the trailing 12 months, if that, if the dividend paid number is bigger than the free cash flow number, that's an issue. And that needs, that's a big red flag and you need to investigate why that is. And if that's permanent, I do know that Chevron and Exxon are in that situation, but it is because they, well, oil, oil and coronavirus, they've had a tough time, but I do think they have a big enough cushion to sustain this as I have been saying. And that's it. That's it. Just jump right into my song of the show. Go to, uh, go to Twitter. Check me out on Twitter at RustyRam78. I am always on there tweeting out stuff, motivation tips. I think I tweeted out. I tweeted out. I think I tweeted out tonight that if you don't invest in your health today, you will. Or did I say now? Damn, I could have said that better. I said if you don't invest in your health today or now, then you'll will eat into your wealth tomorrow, which is true because. What are we doing getting all this wealth and collecting this wealth, trying to have all this wealth? If we are unhealthy and we are sick, we're going to have to use a lot of that to take care of ourselves. And we could just take care of ourselves now. Get in the habit of eating healthier, less sugar, drinking less soda. And we'll stick around for more, more time. We'll have more time together. Spend some of that money we got coming in passively, what we're building. That's what I'm talking about, baby. And if you can't tell, I'm tired. I'm beat. It's been a long week. We're supposed to be taking a trip Monday. Don't know if that's going to happen. But we don't know. We'll see. Things are up in the air right now, and we'll have hopefully a little bit more clarity. Manana. And my song of the show. Oh, on YouTube, I just did. I was going to talk about Neo tonight, and I just decided not to. I posted on Twitter an article about potential regulations coming down the pike where the Securities and Exchange Commission is going to, the they threaten the Chinese companies with delistment if they don't comply with United States auditor regulations and having U.S. you know, U.S. firms um, go over and verify that the numbers aren't cooked and they're accurate because I think there are some Chinese companies that are just cooking the books and making it look like they're profitable when they're not to keep people investing and keep that money coming in. And Neo being a Chinese stock, I know there's people that have confronted me and told me that it is good as gold, this private firm that audited them. Maybe, I hope it is, I hold them but just be careful. If not now, it's going to happen one day. It might be a year or two. Some of these Chinese stocks are not going to be, they're going to be delisted. And uh, that's just something to pay attention to. All right. So song of the show real quick. And what did I tell you? Oh yeah. I talked about Neo on my lunchbox stocks. Fun little thing I was doing. Just set up my phone in the work truck, had a few ideas, shared it quick, easy to the point, almost like a little mini podcast episode right there when I'm working uh, on, on my lunch. That's what I, it's fun. It's fun for me. It's easy. You get to see some different scenery out my window sometimes. All right. I'm going to get out of here. Tell you about my song real quick. Go to YouTube, uh, Dapper Dividends playlist. And tonight you're going to see that the song is, as iPencil showed us that some things are not what they seem. There's more to meets the eye. So the perfect song I could think of tonight is Johnny Cash, A Boy Named Sue. 
if you're not familiar, I'll I'll spoil it. Come on, it's an old song. Everybody should know it, and if you don't, you're you're gonna know it. The father knew he wasn't gonna be around to raise the son. He named the son Sue, so he knew that it was a girl's name, and people were gonna pick on him and give him shit as he was growing up. But that was gonna make him tough. That was gonna make him hard because he was gonna grow up without a father. And then they meet in a bar and they go to fight and the father divulges to the Sue why he named him Sue. He gets it and then they make amends. Really clever little song, but it just goes to show, look deeper. Things are not always what they seem. And just on a little bit of an aside note as I'm ending here, you never know what battle somebody is going through. So try to give people the benefit of the doubt. I actually used this yesterday. Again, in traffic, it happened. Somebody was just speeding and they cut me off and had to jam on the brakes. And I wanted to get angry. And then I told myself, you know what? He probably had a really bad argument with his wife or I don't know. He just found out that his teenage son no longer wants to speak with him, got fired today, something. Just make up anything because that could all have been a possibility. Maybe all that happened. He's having a really bad day. You don't know what battle somebody is fighting. So just for the good of humanity, for your own sanity, give someone the benefit of the doubt, unless they are specifically targeting and threatening you. Just assume that they don't know you and they're having a really bad day. It's helped me, continues to help me. I'm working on it. That's what we do here. Dividends are more than finance. Dividends will can be anything, really. Anything that improves your life. That's like my tagline that I got up on the YouTube channel is wealth through wisdom. And wealth can be more than financial. You can have a wealth of love, a wealth of health, wealth of finance, wealth of friends. Wealth is more than money. It can be money, but it is more than money. And I don't know if I'll be doing a show on Tuesday if you don't hear from me too. You know what? I'll do something regardless of where I'm at. Even if it's just a check in and say, hey, what's up? Here's here's where I am. I'll uh, I'll put something out on Tuesday night. So have a good weekend, everybody. And I will talk to you Tuesday.